Well, good morning and welcome to the Gym Owners Fitness Business Podcast. Today's episode is proudly sponsored by FitRec Fitness Industry Registration, a service and support service for fitness professionals. Today, I'm speaking to Eamon Lloyd. Eamon is the Senior Director at GymPass and GymPass are on a mission to defeat inactivity. Good morning, Eamon. Morning, Mel. How are you? I'm absolutely awesome. And like every podcast, I'm extremely excited to speak to you today because I want to know all about Gym Pass. So, Eamon, as Senior Director at Gym Pass, at Gym Pass, can you just tell us who and what is Gym Pass? Absolutely. I think you said it perfectly yourself, Mel. You know, first of all, our mission is to defeat inactivity. Uh, and we we do this by empowering our corporate clients to dramatically increase the number of active employees in their workforce. And I think it's a it's a really inspiring mission, uh, one that for me personally, um, with my own career, I've seen the impact of of getting people active and the impact that can have on both your work, but also your personal life. And I think also it's it's interesting to have a niche, which is which for us is are these large companies. And and for us, we we only work with companies who are willing to invest and provide a flexible fitness solution, I guess you could call it. Um, at affordable price points for their employees. So we smash that cost barrier, which, which as I'm sure you'll know, is one of the main reasons people will normally choose not to, to take a gym membership. Um, and then we build really deep relationships with those companies and host on-site launch events. Uh, and we, you know, or, or speak to their staff digitally. Uh, and in order to do that, that's, that's to be able to promote our fitness partners and actively engage those employees who are not active gym users. And and lastly, and, and probably most importantly for, for those listening to this podcast, is that our, our fitness partners will profit as those members check in at their facility using our technology, uh, which is just a simple app. So it's, it's, um, it's designed to bring new and incremental members uh, down, to the, down to the gym, uh, and, and we're designed to really take some of the heavy lifting from corporate sales off of the, uh, you know, the kind of the resource and which, which is super, you know, resource heavy for, for a gym owner and their, and their team to go and get themselves. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of a top line summary of, of how we work. So as, as a club owner myself, Eamon, how does Gym Pass help me? Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, I mean, maybe Mel, you can share your experience of of how you've approached corporate sales so far. I mean, have, is that something that you think is challenging or is it something that you that kind of comes quite easily for yourself? I find it quite challenging, uh, Eamon. And, you know, I speak to a lot of club owners, as you know, and most of us agree we need someone dedicated in our club to do that, to seek out that for us, corporate sales. And the majority of independent club owners, they either don't have the time or they're very absorbed with running other aspects of their business. So I'm really interested in Gym Pass, but I need to know how can you make that easy for me and how can I create an income without having to put a lot of time aside or getting, say, a dedicated person to look after it for me? 
Yeah, absolutely. And and we hear uh, quite a lot from the market and we work with, you know, everyone from from independent um, gym owners like yourself, Mel, uh, up to, you know, large multinational and in some cases global operators. Uh, and what we find is that um, corporate sales, uh, if not, if it's not a real passion point for the for the gym owner, and they've really got under the skin of how to tap into the corporate sales market, because I think there's a slight in corporate sales and corporate wellness and i think gym operators are actually so good at corporate wellness which are you know kind of engaging corporates when they get on site or running classes specific classes for companies and things like that but what we found is a real distraction for particularly for for well actually for all operators uh, if not done correctly is trying to get into and, and penetrate those corporates which can be super difficult and i think you highlighted there it can you know, your bread and butter is is running the business, and that's like that is just hard enough. <laughs> so oh, you, absolutely. You, yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you add that on, that you know, corporate sales, it's a big challenge. So what we do is we work with uh, you know all of our partners. So speaking to one of our our partnership sales team, um, these guys will work with everyone uh, who who gets in contact with them to understand okay which businesses are are that we work with because and I can come on to this later, but we do have. A kind of an, an ideal customer profile of the companies that we work with that we believe will add value to gyms as opposed to you know the small businesses that might be just around the corner we tend to speak to your kind of more national uh, and you know multi office um, companies uh, we then engage with the gym operator we agree on you know kind of looking at their market rates for their memberships we'll agree on you know on a, on a kind of a fair commercial proposal uh, in order to agree on what we will bring in terms of revenue when we then start to generate new foot, football from these corporates. Uh, we then will, you know, once we've set up a partnership, we'll engage those companies in the local area through, um, you know, a multitude of, of ways that could be through our digital uh, marketing stream. It could be through our on-site and engagement activities. And those are really fun opportunities for gym owners and their maybe their fitness teams to come and join us on site. Um, and that's something that we hear a lot is, you know, for gym owners, they'll they'll set up and try and engage corporates, but hanging on to that relationship can be really difficult. And, um, you know, in the HR teams, uh, the, you know, wellness teams sometimes can be quite transient or, or, you know, keeping an eye out for what the fitness operator wants to do suddenly becomes bottom of the priority pile. And I don't know if that's something you've experienced as well, Mel, where you've set up a great relationship and then suddenly, like it's fallen away just because of time and, and, and all the things that's, that get in the way. Oh, look, absolutely. I mean, you know, one of the things that, and I know it's not just me, it's many club owners, like we might have, say, a, a local hospital come to us and they've got, you know, say four or 500 staff uh, located at the hospital and they'll come to us and they'll say, have you got a corporate membership? And you'll say, okay, this is what we can do if you can get one to 10 people to join, 10 to 20 and 20 over. And what happens is... You you give them a price, and this is the reality yeah. of it. You give them a price, and then before you know it, six months and 12 months has gone past, and somebody else is then in charge at the hospital with the corporate membership. That's or it. or 
to be quite honest with you, you even forget that you've got a corporate membership running (laughs) because they're signing up online. And so that relationship has already broken down because you've sort of set up this membership. Here it is. Here's your membership in a box. Yes, how many people have got, okay, sign up on Monday night and everybody comes in and they sign up. You go through the protocol and then before you know it, six to 12 months has gone past and that's it. So where does does Jim pass make it easy for me? So if I came to you and I said, look, Eamon, there's this hospital and this hospital and there's, look, all of these banks are are under this banner and I know that these guys need to be members of the gym, how can you make it easier for me? Can I just say to you, look, here's all these corporate people, go get them and bring them into my club? Yeah, so it's it's a little bit different from that because we, as I mentioned, we do have this ideal customer profile in terms of the corporate. So we we target specifically those companies that you know do have large national uh, or international reach. So we do have some global contracts with the likes of Santander Bank. Um, but let's assume that you know if you <clears throat> if you have a, a a gym and it's right next to some of these offices, and we, normally that's when our team will get in touch with you is when we know we have people in the area. Uh, we won't try and build a partnership with you when we know we can't really add any value. Um, but then if you imagine what we own for you is the relationship with not the local you know, office managers or the local wellness team, but with the board level of that company. Because what we do is when we work with these guys at that level, they commit to a level of access and communication that otherwise is extremely difficult for an independent gym owner to 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 get themselves and sometimes even for a large multi-site operator to get themselves. So if you imagine that's that's the real value add of what we bring, which is the depth of the relationship at a high level. So then the entire company has to be invested in, uh, you know, so every single person has access to Gym Pass when they work with us, not just one office or another. It's yeah. every single person has access to it. So that's why we get the buy-in. And then we work on a local level with gym operators who work with us to bring you into those sites because we get that access kind of almost as part of the agreement with the, with the company. They commit to a level of, you know, physical access every every month. It could be, you know, we, you know, last uh, month in the UK, we ran 200 activations across the country, you know, across 50 clients. That's okay. the kind of reach that we have, and we can bring gym owners and their teams with us um, without them having to do all the, the heavy lifting of organizing that themselves. So at, at like tw- we're at 2019, going into 2020, so how many operators and facilities are actually on board at the moment with Gym Pass? Yep, so globally, we actually just crossed the 50,000 um, wow. mark in terms of, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's pretty huge. <laughs> so that's, that's globally, we have... Yeah, fifty thousand um, venues, I guess, across across the globe. Um, we operate in fourteen countries at the moment. Um, sadly, not yet in Australia, <laughs> but uh, but in the UK, uh, where I'm based, um, in across the UK and Ireland, we have just over two thousand. And that, you know, really, it's for us. What we're really going to focus on is is finding, you know, and we talk about in the company finding an, an activity to love. Uh, and so for us, it isn't just about having a gym on there. It could be, you know, any kind of fitness activity. Um, that that's really what we want to bring on uh, and 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 really add value, particularly for those independent operators who, as you've stressed already, Mel, who don't have the time to go and build these corporate relationships. That's what we want to do on behalf of you, and uh, and kind of really drive incremental members down to your club. Um, I think, particularly in companies, what we've realised is that it doesn't. You can't just do 
one of those things that I've talked about. It has to be all of those things in the round every day uh, in order to get the results that, that add value and, and actually add value and, and grow the industry, grow the market. So, yeah, so what are some of the benefits that you're hearing from your corporate clients? Yeah, um, from the corporate side, we we will then look at you know kind of the the variety of data that we can um, we can bring to them. So it's you know definitely it's it's about how many people are enrolled in in gym pass versus their their previous um, you know f- uh, fitness benefit. Yeah. So we aim to in most I mean in most markets uh, apart from uh, maybe the Nordics, you know the kind of average market penetration is fifteen percent. We're aiming to double that within the companies that we work with. So we were trying to get to 30% enrollment within every company we work with. And some companies we start with are, are literally down in the 5% mark in terms of what they had in terms of you know employees using their, their fitness benefit previously. So for us, really driving that enrollment forward is a, is a huge part of what we do. And that's what will allow us to grow the fitness industry. Um, but then we, we correlate that with things like absenteeism, productivity, um, presenteeism, which is the new one. So, you know, people basically being at work and, and, and are, are completely burned out and not actually able to do the, you know, and function and do the things that they need to do. And we'll correlate that with the data that we have on, on usage, uh, on, you know, which gyms they're going to, what activities they're doing. So we can give them a real cross section of what their, what their employees are doing and, and how it benefits the company. So how do you um, actually drive the enrollment? What do you do to drive those enrollments into a higher percentage? Yeah, so I think, it, as I mentioned, it's, there's no kind of silver bullet here. Um, and I think that's something from, from experience. You know, Jim Pass is seven or eight years old now. Um, we've really learned a lot of mistakes <laughs> and made a lot of mistakes. As we all do in business, as, as we, we all do. do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, to understand what it is that really does drive enrollment. I think there's, you know, one thing that's become really clear is that one size definitely doesn't fit all. Um, you know, we are a tech company. We're looking to, you know, be digital first. But there are some companies we work with who are not there yet. So even though we might bring them on as a as a client, we also need to be flexible enough to figure out, well, you know, in order to bring value to our gym network, we need to think differently about how we activate people who don't even have emails. You know, how do you get those guys in? So that's where you're going on site into into companies, whether that's a a distribution center for a large retailer or a um, individual bank for for a financial uh, or visiting, you know, a, a three thousand person head office and running a seminar on, you know, mental health in the workplace, followed by a wellness breakfast where we bring, you know, our partners on site to do this with us. It's a real, it's a real collection of those engagement things um, that I've just mentioned, added on to the variety of, you know. Um, senior endorsement, which I think is huge. I yeah. don't know about you, Mel, but I know, you know, if I tell myself to to do a piece of work, sometimes I'll procrastinate to the end of the day <laughs> and then I won't be able to do it. But if, you know, my boss or if someone else says, you know, listen, someone more senior, listen, you've got to check this out, you've got to do this thing, 
I'll normally go and do it. I don't know if you find that as well. You know, sometimes external forces do push you to action. Absolutely. Um, my adult children are my external force and they push me to do things. <laughs> Otherwise, I have been known to leave things down in the bottom of the um, the screen of the laptop, Eamon. Let me ask you a question and I know that many people are probably saying, ask, ask, ask. When is Gym Pass going to be dropping into the Australian fitness business industry? Oh gosh, well to be honest, I, I don't know, um, I, and I don't think it will be uh, you know in the next year or two. To be honest, it's such an exciting market, the Australian market, and I think particularly, I mean, one of um, my team has just moved back there uh, to Australia. You know, he, he talks about the lifestyle that you guys have there, and it is really you know, sport led and, and fitness led. Uh, and I think it's a huge opportunity. I just know at the moment we, we've got so much work to do in the markets that we're currently in. Um, you know, and, and in particular for me in the European market, you know, I know the UK is something we really want to want to double down on and, and focus on. Um, but I think you, you may have seen um, earlier this year, we did receive uh, some funding, um, a further round of funding, which and that funding allows us to really invest in our tech uh, and also in our people. And I think that's the that's the priority for the moment is is getting our tech up to the standard that it needs to be. Um, and then I'm sure we'll be we'll be looking uh, looking to grow uh, further. So you know I think for us that's the that's the priority. But uh, yeah, fingers crossed. I'll be the first one to let you know. <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic because I think, as you said, you know, the Australian fitness business industry, it's an absolutely exciting place to be. And we do have a new generation of, you know, fitness professionals coming in. We've got a lot more new events. So your timing will be fantastic if you decide to drop, say, let's say 2022. I mean, you're, you're going to be in for one hell of a ride and there's going to be a lot of um, <laughs> people definitely interested in Gym Pass. Now, you just spoke about your funding. Can I just ask you, what's in store for Gym Pass in 2020? What's new and exciting? What can we see coming? Absolutely. Well, we're we're going to be releasing a, a you know new version of our app. Um, we're also going to be bringing a a, a much more compatible um, dashboard for for the gym operator. So if you're a gym owner and you work with Gympass at the moment, it's not the um, it's not the easiest way to to consume the information and the data that we bring to you uh, you know on a day to day basis. So we've realised that and we've really understood. Okay, we need to improve you know, how we communicate to our gym partners, the value that we're bringing. So we're going to really improve that piece. I don't know if if reporting is something that for you, Mel, you find important and you find actually it needs to be super clear and concise and and, and mobile as well. I don't know if that's something you find uh, when you're thinking about the performance of your of your gym. The briefer it is, the better. So if I can just pick up a phone yeah. and read it all on the dashboard, absolutely, I'm in. That's it. That's it. And that's exactly what we want to do, right? We want to, you know, we're, we're, we're really getting under the skin of, okay, well, if I'm a gym operator and I'm running around operating and I'm recruiting and then I'm training and then I'm delivering a session because someone's dropped out, you don't have time to flip up the laptop, log into your <laughs> gym pass account and, God, no. and you know, dig into it. No, God, no. So, so now, so that's a big piece is like, right, well, how do we bring that you know, immediate that live data to our gym operators. Um, we're also, you know, really looking to um, push forward in terms of um, the kind of 
uh, you know, activity searching. That's something that we get a lot of feedback from companies, you know, like how do we search for something for just an activity that we'd like to do. So we're, we're trying to find a way to make that really clear on our app for the end user as well, the employee of these companies. Um, and, and of course, for sure, it's got to be, it's got to be the same uh, that I discussed with the gym operator, the same for the corporate. You know, we want the, the global HR officer of some of our clients to be able to immediately get a snapshot of, of how their, you know, how their workforce is moving, how active they're becoming uh, by using Gym Pass. So these are all the exciting things that we're, that we're thinking of um, and we're looking to bring uh, as part of our app next year. And I think it's incredible. You know, I love utilizing my phone. I actually sort of look at the laptop now and think, wow, that's going to be so obsolete, you know, in the <laughs> yeah, next yeah. six to 12 months because, you know, you've got the new um, iPhone 11 out now and it's a great size and you can look at your dashboards on there, you know, for your membership sales that are going on in your club and everything else. So, you know, the more I can do on my phone as opposed to utilizing my laptop, the better. Eamon, you said earlier on, um, I think you said you're across 14 countries. Um, so I, yep. I'd really love to finish our podcast today with you just um, pretty much just telling our listeners what countries you're in and if they're considering Gym Pass, where is the best place for them to get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, at the moment, we are in uh, the US, uh, Mexico, Brazil, uh, Chile, Argentina, uh, Ireland, UK, Netherlands, uh, Germany, France, Portugal, Spain, uh, let's see, uh, Italy. And I think that's it. Um, so I think in terms of getting in touch with us, uh, we do have um, various uh, kind of uh, webs, you know, addresses on our website but to start with uh, people can can reach out to me directly that's not a problem i can push them in the right direction uh so my email is just uh, amon.lloyd at gympass.com and we can maybe uh, pop that in the description or, or send out uh, through email and that's not a problem for people to come to me and i can direct them to the, to the right people um but i think for us we're, we're super excited to to work with uh, you know, a, you know, all kinds of activities and particularly for gym owners who, uh, you know, in their area have, have really struggled to, to penetrate corporate markets or are looking to dial up what they're already doing, then for sure we can complement what they're doing. And, and uh, we're really excited to work with uh, work with everyone that comes our way. So sounds fantastic. Will you be at any fitness conventions in 2020 if they wanted to come and visit you? Yes, we'll be at Ursa in San Diego. Uh, we'll be in FIBO in Cologne. Um, and I think for me, I'll be at anything UK and, and Ireland related. Uh, but we, we tend to be at most of the, the big conventions. So please keep an eye out for us. We'll always have uh, colleagues from different countries there happy to speak with anyone who, uh, who has the time to come uh, catch up. Sounds fantastic. Today I spoke to Ian Lloyd from Jim Pass. He is the senior, senior director and I do thank you very much for your time. As I said, today's podcast was sponsored by FitRec. I will be dropping all of Eamon's details into the bottom of the podcast, the website details, his email details, and of course, as you heard him say, he'll be at Ursa and also at FIBO 
in 2020. And we look forward to an absolutely massive launch in Australia, perhaps in uh, 2021. <laughs> I don't doubt there'll be a, a big demand for you guys here. But um, I do thank you so much for catching up with me. I know it's early over there um, at the moment. But as I said, it's been a fantastic podcast. You've got a fantastic product. And I do believe that many, many uh, gyms and corporate services can benefit from Gym Pass. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time, Mel, and uh, you look forward to catching up soon. You're very welcome.